Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Triune Approach to Wellness. My name is Winslow Dixon. I'm a holistic health practitioner, sufferer of chronic illness, and also the founder of Adrenal Alternatives Foundation. So I want to just um, invite you to come and listen to our second part of our series on the Triune Approach to Wellness, which is Mind, Body, and Spirit Synergy. Today's episode is going to be on the spirit and the subconscious role in health. And I first want to define the three things that we've been talking about, the mind, the body, and the spirit. Now, of course, the body is going to be referring to the physical parts of us, our physical flesh. That is what we define as the body. As the mind, we define as our thoughts and our autonomic processes and our brain. And our spirit is what we're going to be talking about today. And our spirit is much more than just religion. Most people think that um, when you talk about spirituality, you're talking about you know, Christianity or Buddhism or Hinduism or anything like that. And really, the spirit is much more than that. The spirit is your subconscious. The spirit is the core of who you are. And yes, it does have some aspects in spirituality, in religion, in faith and things like that. But when we're talking about the spirit in this series, we're going to talk about our subconscious and, of course, other spiritual things as well. So I want to just bring up, um, let's talk about the religion first. So the root of all religions is faith, correct? Yes. In any religion, there's going to be any concept of faith. In Christianity, it's faith in Jesus Christ. In Buddhism, of course, it's faith in Buddha and the nature and all that, and Hinduism and so on and so forth. Each religion is rooted in faith. Atheism itself, which is kind of defined as not having faith, is still a faith that there is no faith to have. So anything that you believe really is a faith, and anything that you believe is going to be rooted in your subconscious. So the root of all religion is faith, but we also have to go further than that and say that the root of who we are is what we have faith in. And our subconscious is built of more than just what we have faith in. Our subconscious is built from our emotions, from our human experiences, everything that we've been through, every human that we come in contact with, every experience that we have goes into our subconscious from birth. I know that there are a lot of people that do past life regression and things like that, that, you know, that's something that you can believe in as well, going back to the faith thing. But everything that we go through from birth is rooted in our subconscious. Things that we may not even be aware of that could be affecting us later in life. There are a lot of people that have had trauma at a, as a child. There are a lot of people that have had traumatic injuries or maybe went through something, maybe went through some abuse, you know, and nobody lives a perfect life, of course, but everything that we go through, the parents that we have or lack of, the surroundings that we're in, everything that we go through from birth is going to create who we are as a person. It's going to create our personality. It's going to create our worldview. It's going to create our perception. I know we talked about in the last webinar about how perception is truly reality. The way that you perceive life is how you see it through your eyes. You might go through the same experience that somebody else does and have a totally different outcome because your subconscious and your personality is so different that you have a different outcome and perception that they do. 
So when you go and try to explain your thoughts and your feelings and your own subconscious view, somebody else might not understand because that's not the same wavelength that they're on. So I just want to give a few tips on how to assess your subconscious mind and how to make peace with your spirit. So when we talk about your subconscious mind, of course there are things that are connected to the mind and the body and the spirit. Everything's all connected. That's why I'd name this series a training approach to wellness because it truly is all connected. But when we're assessing the subconscious mind, the first thing that we need to do is assess our automatic thoughts. When we go into an experience, when we go into a situation, what are our automatic thoughts? Are they negative? Are they positive? Are they apathetic? What is your viewpoint going into any situation? It could be good, bad, indifferent, whichever. Assess what your automatic thoughts are. What do you automatically assume? Are you going into a situation assuming it's going to be negative? Are you going into a situation expecting that everybody's going to treat you like a queen? What are you expecting in your mind? What is your heart? What is your soul? What does your brain tell you prior to or even during some experiences? You need to assess what your automatic thoughts are. The second thing you need to assess is your deep-rooted feelings. When you're alone, do you have depressing thoughts? When you are, even if you're not alone, if you're in a crowd of people and you're having depressing thoughts or feelings of sadness or, you know, you're aloof and just want to be withdrawn, it, what is your deep-rooted feelings, your default? What is your natural go-to emotion? That is rooted in your subconscious, and you really can't make peace with it until you know what your automatic deep-rooted feelings are. Also, you need to assess how you see the world. How do you view the world? Do you view the world as a place with miserable people in it and everybody's out to get you and things are terrible all the time and you're expecting the next shoe to drop? Or do you go into the world expecting that people are going to treat you nicely? Or are you kind of in between? Do you expect that things might be okay? They might not. What is your world view? Also, how do you view yourself? What's your view of who you are? When you look in the mirror, do you see your flaws? Do you see your shortcomings? Do you see all negativity? Or on the other spectrum, do you see nothing but pride? Do you think that you're better than everyone? Or are you just, you know, an average Joe that just sees himself as just another human being? You need to assess how you view yourself before you can understand your subconscious. And also, you need to assess what you believe in. What are your core values? What's your purpose in life? What gets you up in the morning? What do you want to do with your life? What are you getting up every single day, day after day after day for? What is your purpose? What is your calling? What do you believe in? So once you have all these questions answered, you can start understanding really who you are and how to make peace with your subconscious. Making peace with your subconscious is not impossible, but it can be difficult because like I said, those of you that have had past traumas, you know, whether in childhood or adulthood or some of you that have had a lot of medical issues or financial issues or, you know, abusive marriages or anything that you've gone through is going to affect your subconscious and you can have, you know, be drowning in negativity and all that and it not really be your fault, but you also have to take ownership that Yes, these things have affected the way that I view the world, and these things have affected the way that I view myself. So when you make peace with your subconscious, the first thing you need to do is pay attention to your self-talk. How are you reacting to yourself? What are your thoughts about yourself? What are your thoughts about the situations that you're in? 
What are your thoughts on how you react to things? How do you view you? And like I talked about um, earlier, your subconscious is your faith. Your subconscious is your personality. Your subconscious is what you believe in. And if you don't believe in your own self, how could you make peace with your own subconscious? You really have to go in and unroot those harmful self-talk because negative self-talk is only going to bring your self down and really you can't make peace with yourself if you're constantly at war in your own mind. And I'll give you an example. I know that there are a lot of people that struggle with self-hatred. And when you hate who you are, you're not going to take care of your body the way that you need to take care of it. You're not going to rest. You're not going to eat right. You're not going to take care of yourself the way that you need to because you don't feel like you deserve it. You feel like you deserve every bad thing that's ever happened to you. And why should you take care of yourself because you don't deserve it? That is a very harmful thing to your subconscious. There are also things that can affect your subconscious negatively like PTSD. You know, with post-traumatic stress, you're really going to struggle because whenever your body remembers something, whenever your mind recalls something that was traumatic to you, it's like you're going through it all over again. And your body's going to release the fight or flight hormones, you're going to have cortisol, you're going to have all this stuff released in your body, and it's like you're going through it all over again, even though it happened to you maybe 10, 12 years ago. Those things affect your subconscious, and those things affect you for life unless you learn to harness them and let them go. And I know that's easier said than done, especially if you've been through a lot of trauma, but it is absolutely essential to your healing to acknowledge your self-talk that's negative and also acknowledge those negative things that you've been through. And another thing that you need to do is pay attention to your natural emotions. Pay attention to what makes you happy. Pay attention to what makes you feel fulfilled. Pay attention to what makes you sad. Pay attention to what makes you go into a negative place. You really have to learn how to tailor your life and your stressors and your individual existence to what makes you happy. And I know happiness is kind of a relative term and nobody has the perfect life and nothing's going to be perfect forever. But you can do things in your life to improve it. If there are negative people that are constantly bringing you down, be around them, talk to them as least as possible. Especially if you already struggle with, you know, PTSD or negative self-thoughts, it's really beneficial that you get around people that benefit you, that lift you up, that you have to have that tribe mentality of those people that are going to be on your side no matter what. And I know we can't always avoid negative people. I know at a job or, you know, whatever you're in, you always can't avoid negative people. But if you have a choice, listen to the voices that lift you up instead of the ones that tear you down. So pay attention to those natural emotions. Pay attention to what gives you joy. Pay attention to those things that just make your heart feel amazing and make you just realize that life is worth living. Those are the things that you need to hold on to. Those are the things that rejuvenate your soul. Those are the things that really are soul food. You know, laying out in the sunshine, laughing with a friend, you know, things like that really are soul food. Those are things that you need to go on. Life is hard. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I have all the answers because I don't. But I can tell you that life is worth living. And once you find those things that push you to your purpose, you realize that. Even on the bad days, you realize that you have to fight harder and harder and harder. Because every bad day is nothing compared to the good in your good days. And you have to remember that. So 
when you're making peace with your subconscious, your purpose is what's going to drive you. Your purpose is what's going to push you forward. What you have faith in is going to be what propels you to get up in the morning. It's going to be what propels you to fight through those bad days. And let me just encourage you that the first thing you need to do to make peace with your spirit is to believe in yourself. Like I said, the core of all faiths is really is faith, but it's also love. You know, love is truly what makes the world go round. It's why people get up and go to work because they either they love what they do or they love taking care of their family or love is really what propels all of us. And if you love yourself, you can then love other people. You can then love what you're doing. You can then spread that love to more. But if you're constantly in this mindset of self-hatred of I should be this and I should be that and I need to be better and look better and do better, you really harness yourself. You put a cage around yourself to where you're limiting who you are. So when it comes to the subconscious, I don't want anyone to fight it. I don't want anyone to see it as a separate part of you. Your spirit and your subconscious is the culmination of everything that you are. It is everything you believe. It is how you view the world. It is all your experiences, all your thoughts, who you are, rolled into one, and that's your spirit. And until you make peace with your spirit, you're not gonna have peace in your body, and you're not gonna have peace of mind. And it's such an integral part of your health. Because if you're constantly in a state of negativity, if you're constantly listening to the negative self-talk, if you're constantly in the mode of PTSD of the things that have happened to you or how people have treated you, then you can't grow and then your body is under stress all the time and then it's going to affect your mind and you're not going to be able to think clearly and then it's just a tailspin. Your spirit defines everything. Your spirit defines how you talk to yourself. Your spirit defines how you talk to other people. Your spirit defines how you view the world. So let me just encourage you that your subconscious mind can be whatever that you want it to be. You can control it to where you can cut those thoughts. If you have a negative self thought, you can cut it immediately and replace it with something that's positive. Nobody has a perfect existence. Nobody looks the way they want to look. Nobody feels the way they want to feel. Nobody has enough money that they want. Nobody has everything perfect. But there are things that you have that I assure you someone else is praying for, someone else is begging God for, someone else is hoping for, someone else is wishing upon a star for, that you take for granted. So let me just encourage you that gratitude and self-love and acceptance are the key to making peace. Apologize, I'm outside today. But that's the key to making peace with your subconscious. Your subconscious governs your thoughts, your actions, and your behaviors. And you are in control. You are in total control of your subconscious. And I know that there are bad things that have happened to you. And I'm so sorry for that. I don't understand why there has to be abuse and pain and struggle in this world. But unfortunately, there is. But let me just try to give you a word of encouragement that that doesn't own you. And when you own your problems, you own your own power. When you define who you are as a person, when you decide that you're gonna take control of those negative self thoughts, when you decide that you're gonna eliminate those negative voices, when you decide that you're gonna take control and truly live in a state of gratitude, thankfulness, and faith, whatever you believe in, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not here to try to preach to anybody, but faith is an important part, whether you're religious or not. You know, like I said, even atheism is a faith in nothing. You have to believe in something. And the something that you need to believe in is yourself. And I'm not trying to sound like a Disney princess, but it's true. Your spirit is the core of who you are. I think I'd want to be friends with the core of who I am. And you should too. So I'm um, in conclusion, like I said, the spirit and the subconscious play a major role in your health. If they're out of balance, your mind's going to be out of balance and your body's going to be out of balance. So I hope that you can take these questions that I mentioned and really assess what's going on and try to open up your heart to acceptance and hopefully it will help you find happiness and healing. So thank you again for watching. This has been episode two of the Triune Approach to Wellness. Next week's episode is going to be episode three, and we're going to talk about the mind and its role in health. So again, this is Winslow Dixon with the Triune Approach to Wellness webinar on Zuby Alive. If you need to get in touch with me, my website is winslowedixon.wordpress.com. Thank you.